What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo, Dimatobano. Fellas, how are we doing? It's a massive, massive, massive Week 17 for our Jets. Not massive. only for our Jets, but there's a bunch of teams fighting for it right now. It's going to yeah, be fucking... I don't really care about them. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, though, um, the funniest one of all being... I believe they're both five and nine, or right, or uh, no, no, the Bucks are six and eight, and the Panthers five and nine, fighting it out. No, 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 the division. Yeah, Dean, Dean, you, Dean, the, the Bucks, the Bucks and, are seven and eight. Did you and... five and eight, Dean? Yeah. Uh, no, five and nine. I said. Well, and I said six and eight, which would be a game off. Yes. Well, it's week seventeen, but they're brutal. Um, they're they're yeah. brutal, and it's just crazy that 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 the Panthers have. A fucking like a hope, a wish. Uh, it feels like a make a wish kid. It's get, not get, even get, really a hope uh, or a wish. Like they win this game, they're in first place. They control their own I'm destiny. I'm surprised they, they control their own destiny. It's fucking bonkers to me. How is that even possible? Sammy D, the yeah. legend. I mean, I fucking love me some Sammy D. I tell you this, he'd have the Jets already in playoffs. Footsteps, Darnold, man. Gotta yeah. love him. There really are a whole bunch of matchups this week um, that maybe can't decide playoff outcomes. Um, a few can, but Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Seahawks, we're going to get to. Uh, Packers, Vikings, the Packers are somehow still in it. The Lions are playing the Bears, the Lions are in it. Uh, Washington, the Giants can clinch this week. It's going to be crazy. Seriously. It's going to be absolutely crazy. Um, but obviously, we're going to start with the Jets. For our first game preview, as always, head of the snake, head of the snake. Um, of the, snake. <laughs> going, the, the Jets going to Seattle. So dumb. One and a half point favorites right now for the Jets. Mike White is back. Zach is out. Ray, we're full go. What are we thinking? Jets. I mean, and I'm, I'm just pumped up that we don't have to watch Zach anymore. Um, at least this year. I mean, it was that that fucking. That Thursday night game was brutal. That was that quarterbacking was met fucking terrible. I think the one time we cheered for him was that wide open uh, pass on the boundary that he hit. I think it was one of the tight ends. And yeah, we all went nuts. It was Uzama, I think. Yeah, I think so. He's dude, but he he was funny because like he was wide open. There wasn't anyone within like twenty yards of him, and I had to like gasp because I didn't know if he was going to make the throw or not. <laughs> <laughs> fucking miserable. The stands are empty. The rain was coming down, but we showed up. That's God. all that matters. But yeah. I mean, I'm pumped to see Mike White. Hey, I was there in spirit. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I'm just pumped Mike White's going to be coming back. That pass game hopefully gets a little unnecessary bu- uh, bump. And, I mean, if the once you get to worry about the pass, it should open everything else up like we've been saying for weeks now. So, hopefully the, their run game will um, improve. The Seahawks aren't known, I guess, for their run defense right now. So, I don't know. I, I like how the fact that this line opened up as Seahawks being favorites and then moved in that direction. I think I feel like that's happened the last couple of weeks, to be honest. It's been moving towards us, but I think this one means a lot because it's Mike White season. Yeah, this it has been doing that. Uh, most notably and most recently it happened last week. And I remember gaining a ton of confidence in the game when it went from Jags to us, to the Jets. Hopefully this week it's different. Now, I will say I don't fully understand the line move. I feel like, you know, obviously the 12th man is going to be – it should be a solid advantage when it comes to crowd and crowd noise. 
And then, you know, next, you know, Mike White, he's obviously been out for a few weeks with that injury. That injury is not going to be something that's just magically gone away. He's 100% right now. He's going to be definitely hurt. Hopefully, uh, we could keep him clean enough where if he doesn't get hit, he could possibly re-aggravate it. And it'll be very, very difficult for him to make, you know, the throws that he'll potentially need to make. Now, this continuing on the offensive side for the Jets, they genuinely need to have, you know, as a team over 100 yards, I feel like for them to really win this game. This rushing. Seattle, yeah, rushing. Apologize, yes. rushing. This Seattle, you know, pass defense is no slouch, and they've been getting better as the season has gone on. Obviously, led by Tariq Wollen, they need to manufacture yards on the ground. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You know, obviously, we were counting our blessings that we would be able to do that with Zach, but even with Mike White and the more, you know, obviously the rejuvenated confidence in this passing attack with all the weapons we have, it's, they still need to run the ball efficiently. And, you know, obviously in some scenarios, hopefully make them stack the box and really let Mike White uh, flourish and succeed. Now on the defensive side, I'm interested to see what Geno Smith is going to do here, but this Jets defense needs to bounce back after that piss poor performance last week. Obviously we know that it was just Quinn Williams versus the world. And that defense looked pitiful against a pass you know, a pass attack that is good and has been surging, led by Trevor Lawrence, but was in horrific conditions and really should never have been allowed to just absolutely curb stomp uh, a defense that was arguably top five or definitely top five, however you see it. I mean, I think in that, I think the offense has to be able to like take take some of the load off the D. The offense did not help the defense at all last week. And I think this is also another good matchup for our D. I think that um, Seattle, that we know about those uh, bookend tackles that they drafted this year, the two rookies, Cross and um, – oh, my God, why am I blanking our guy? Abraham so, Abraham Lucas. Yeah, oh, a- 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 Luke, I know, A.B. A- Lucas. Sorry, I'm blank. For a <laughs> but they're um, they're vulnerable on the interior, I think. So I think Quinnen's going to have to make it get his money's worth, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who their tackles are. Bryce Huff is a fucking menace. He'll, he'll force some pressures. I think we got to take the ball away from them. And then I guess also I want to make a point going back to the other side. Uh, like you said about uh, Mike White's injury, they're definitely going to be gunning for him. They're going to try to hit him. They're going to be hitting him late. Hopefully they can get some calls. I feel like we haven't had a rough in the passer call all season, but that's besides the point. But I feel like this defense kind of similar to ours, that Pete Carroll defense. It's like, we you know, Robert Sala, he was in Seattle for a few years. Um, they don't blitz a lot. I'm curious to see if they end up blitzing a little bit more to try to get pressure on Mike White and, maybe prove them that he's healthy, he's back, and that he can beat them. So that's something I want to look out for. Yeah. Um, agree with all the points you guys had. Um, I do not fear the Seattle offense right now. They're trending in the wrong direction. Ten points last week against Kansas City, 13 the week before against a good 49ers defense. But I'd put up, I'd put our defense in, in any conversation with the top defenses in the league. And, right, you said it. Really good matchup. I like our corners against their skill guys. Um, and I think we should be able to handle them up front. And Dean, you hit it right on the head. This running game has got to get going. It's been brutal, uh, especially the last two Brees weeks. went down. Yeah. <laughs> it's been well, brutal for months. Well, no, Zonovan had a couple of good games uh, when he stepped in initially. His first game. Especially oh, these last two games with Zach, it's been brutal. I mean, the Ty Johnson, Michael Carter, Zonovan Knight, the three of them last week, they ran for 11 yards combined. 
Yeah, brutal. Oh my god, did they, they really? Oh, I actually didn't even know it was that bad. Eleven yards on ten. They they only had ten carries, but they ran for eleven yards. What, what about Absolutely. my boy? What about my boy Strevs? Strevs ran for fifty-four yards. My man. But um, they got to get this run game going and opening up for Mike White. They got to take some pressure off of him with the injury, especially. Um, I think this is a plus matchup for us, honestly. I I think we should go in to Seattle. I know it's a tough place to play, but I think we should be able to handle them and win by more than a touchdown, honestly. I do just also want to note one last thing for Seattle. I believe their offense looked that horrendous last year. Um, Doing part with Last week, last year, apologize. Last week, because of the loss of obviously Tyler Lockett, I know they tried filling Marquise Goodwin in that spot, um, and he was sadly hurt. And it was actually very apparent watching the game that he was hurt. Uh, he had some good opportunities to get open and make some catches, but it was it was again very clear that he was hurt. He was targeted, you know, a ton. If they can find someone to fill that slot receiver Tyler Lockett role, then this offense I could see, you know, doing something on the Jets. Yeah. Uh one other quick thing. Me and Ray mentioned it last week before the before the Jags game was that it could be an Evan Ingram game. And it, he did play well last week. The linebackers well, for the Jets are so susceptible with these these tight ends. And for Seattle, they got three of them that they like to use. Disley, Parkinson, and Noah Fant all get touches in this Disley's offense. Disley's down, though, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm still surprised that that wasn't an ETN game. Yeah, he. I mean, he started to take over late a little bit. Oh, yeah, that was over. But I hear you. Um, all right, let's move on. Yeah, but should be a good one. Jets obviously need to win, so let's go in there. Let's fucking stomp those guys. Fuck them. And then we'll hit it for a, a Sunday night flex game, right? What do you say? I love it, man. I mean, a, a cornered animal is a fucking dangerous animal. So right. our backs against the wall. <laughs> Let's fucking get after it. All right, next game we're looking at another AFC East matchup. Big matchup for uh, playoff implications. Dolphins going to New England. The Patriots a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now. Tua out with another concussion this year. Absolutely brutal for the Dolphins right now. They cannot afford to to have their quarterback out. Dino, what are we thinking from this one? Yeah, no, obviously that's that's all you got to talk about when it comes to this game. I'm still shocked. Obviously, we, you know, I don't believe there were any implications that he had another concussion that he suffered last week. And then I believe it was what it was like Wednesday morning or Tuesday night that they that they dropped the bomb that he had a concussion, suffered the concussion. Anyway, you know, him missing time. I'm curious to see, obviously, if it would miss the rest of the regular season or even pass that. Obviously, I believe my count may be wrong, but this is three or four concussions in one season. That can't be healthy, and that can't be, you know, that is a horrible look for the NFL. But when it comes to just this game alone, obviously this has to give, you know, Patriots a ton of confidence. And this is obviously a game that if they win, they're, you know, in the driver's seat as far as controlling the last, right? That would be the last one, the last wild card spot. Yes. I want they, to see the line right now. They're negative. They're, they're minus three, negative three, Jesus. They're yeah. minus three at home. Okay. I think that's a pretty fair line. I'm curious to where it started at, uh, at the week in, in the weeks, uh, beginning of the week before two, obviously was deemed out. 
I think that Teddy Bridgewater, though, will come and be a lot better than people expect him to be. Obviously, this offensive line, which has not been great at all, it's been pretty brutal at protecting, uh, uh, you know, in pass pro. They need to just make sure that Teddy Bridger, Bridgewater is standing and doesn't sustain a concussion like Tua has four times now. And I think that will most likely dictate the game also for the Patriots getting Ramondre Stevenson going. And when they do, I just feel like they, when they have him going, that's when the game is, is, is really just in, in, in their hand. It's crazy how like the, these uh, wildcard teams are all like trying to give it away down the stretch. I feel like, yeah, like all these teams, the Jets, Patriots, Dolphins were all struggling. At one point we were all in the playoffs, all the AFC East. And now, I mean, what, two teams maybe may make it? So, but I mean, no, only one. Because the, the other Ravens, Ravens and Chargers already locked. I'm pretty no, sure. No, no, I said, I said, I said two, meaning like two teams in the division, like the Bills. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, this whole Dolphins team's been struggling. This defense, I've been saying it all year. This defense is a, definitely a weak point, and so is the offensive line. Um, I I do think that like Teddy can run this offense. So, I mean, it their their speed's still there. That's the the name of the uh, the game. It's just their speed. So I think the big matchup is how this defense can rebound and hopefully uh, disrupt Mac uh, Mac Jones and just get him to play like he normally plays, which is shit. Um, and then they'll have a good chance to win. I, I honestly like the Dolphins in this game. On the road is a little bit um, questionable, which is why I didn't take in any of my bets today. But uh, I think the Dolphins going to get this one done. Yeah, I mean, that would be great for the Jets. That'd be huge. I just I feel like, uh, I feel well, like I mean, you're speaking a bit emotionally. No, right? no, 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 no. Because, <laughs> because. No matter, I mean, unless the somehow the Chiefs lose to Denver and uh, the Bills beat Cincinnati, the Bills are one hundred percent starting their guys next week. Unless that happens, because uh, they have the tiebreaker of the Chiefs. So if the Bills lose to Cincinnati and the Chiefs win, they still have something to play for next week. So I, and, and, I don't, uh, I don't uh, disagree with you. I think they're definitely going to end up playing uh, a, a Buffalo team at full strength will smack the shit out of this Patriot team. Not going to win. I mean, yeah. Especially at home, um, I, I just like I like the matchup for uh, Miami. To be honest with you, I just I think their weak their defense has been their weak point, and I do not trust this Patriots offense as far as I can throw them. I think they're kind of in disarray. Uh, they got lucky as fuck last week. I think what they had a, a defensive touchdown, and then they had that hail mary that scored for a touchdown. That's how they got two. That's how they got fourteen of their points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that hail mary was bonkers. It it like just landed in Jacoby Myers' bread basket. I can't even. And it was so weird. It was uh, the end of what it was like a buzzer beater too. Yeah, I think it was the end of the half. I think. Yeah. Maybe a quarter. Maybe a quarter. I think it was the end of the third quarter. Actually, that may be it. It was like third and twenty-three or something. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm just slightly worried about this offensive line holding up enough against the Patriots, especially yeah. when you don't have your main signal caller. Um, and Teddy, in the few games that he played this year, it didn't look great. Um, I know he's been a reliable backup for a long time, and I mean, I, I I've think, always liked Teddy, but uh, I don't. I just know. feel like him and his, him and Tua, their uh, skill sets are kind of similar in the sense that they're not they're not the strongest arms. They want to put put the ball underneath, and honestly, just let these speedsters do their fucking job. Like Jalen Waddle, dude, that fucking touchdown last week was insane. That guy is yeah. that oh guy's speed gosh. is the fact that he can do what he did in college in the NFL blows my mind. I did not think it was going to be possible. Unreal. But yeah, like I, like I said, because I totally agree with you on how brutal Mac Jones has been. 
especially this year. Obviously, he had a ton of bright spots last year, but Ramondre Stevenson needs to be the end-all, be-all for this offense. They need him, you know, gashing eight yards and then catching, you know, ball, you know, one yard, two yards behind the line of scrimmage and going for 12 the next play. When they string those along with Ramondre and they're just marching down the field, that's when I feel like this offense is at its complete best, which it's very one-dimensional, but it's it's just all they could offer, to be honest with you, especially when you have Matt Patricia at the helm. Hey, it's Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. And Joe Judge, I'm so sorry. That was actually disrespectful. Defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator, making offensive <laughs> coordinator. Maybe if you combine both of them, you make a good o- OC. All right. Should be a good one. Really need the the Patriots to lose, but yeah, badly. But you know what? Jets got to take care. The Jets have to take care of business first and foremost. Yeah, seriously. So can't let these games get in the way. All right, move on to the third game. Another massive game that two <laughs> two under five hundred teams. Uh, can't believe this is <laughs> what, it, what the NFC South is looking like right now. But the Panthers are going to Tampa Bay. The Bucks are a three point favor right now. Um, and this is for first place in the division. Absolutely insane with what, what Carolina has done um, over the last few weeks. Absolutely took it to Detroit last week. They ran for 320 yards, fucking gashed them all game. And Tampa Bay has been struggling, and Trace McSorley took them to overtime last week. Yes, right, Trace McSorley. <laughs> the GOAT? Dude, I honestly don't, would, I would don't you understand that that was McSorley? possible. Would you give up a one for Trace McSorley? I don't think so. I would actually – I would ask if the person was inebriated because I would think that I'm fucking taking them for a ride. And I'd offer them a one and a two. Right. What, what do you think about this one? You think the Panthers are going to make the playoffs? Hey, man, they've been fucking rolling with Steve Wilkes. Um, this defense has been playing pretty well, too. I mean, I know they put up 20 – they, they uh, let up 23 last week, obviously, but – um. That was like I feel like that came in the second half when that game was. Few of them early. Late. I feel like it was already out of hand. Uh, this defense is playing well under him, and like he's, I think they're playing for him to keep that job. I think it should be an interesting decision for them uh, come this offseason. But this game starts with the run game. Uh, this like their, their chance, their path to victory. That is, and I think it's just a kind of a tough matchup with uh, Tampa Bay. I feel like they're kind of designed to stop the run, especially with that Todd Bowles defense, that uh, three four. So I think it'll be a tough matchup. I do like Tampa Bay in this game, but. Uh, I think one matchup that should uh, really dictate this is whether uh, Carolina's front four can get home and get after Brady. Because we've seen the struggles from that Tampa Bay offensive line all year. Brady is immobile. He's a fucking old man, for Christ's sake. Uh, So I think if they have any chance to win, they got to run the ball and they got to get after Tom. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I – love the Panthers in this game. I absolutely love it. I fucking love it. I mean, I get it's going to be at Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa, but I just don't understand. Uh, I feel like more than most, I've been holding out on the, I'll just wait for Brady. I'll just wait for Brady. I'll just wait for Brady. Dude, that's not coming. It's actually, it was more clear. It was the complete, it was most clear Monday night watching not Monday night, Sunday night, I apologize, watching them get taken into OT by Trace McSorley and a just a brutal Cardinals team that has nothing to play for. And I, I just couldn't believe my eyes that with playoffs, like 
on, you know, sorry, someone want to fill me in here with on the horizon. Yeah. I, they, they needed to win. I just couldn't believe that that offense was that inefficient and that team, it just looks like it's not rallying behind anyone. And I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like Tom's even lost the will to scream at his players because he's just like, maybe we just fucking suck or maybe it's on me. And maybe my, you know, maybe it's catching up to me age. Yeah. I don't know, but I, mean, I think this, I think this Panthers, you know, offense looks amazing and they, they complement their, their pass to run amazing. Obviously Sam is a, you know, a future hall of famer and he's playing out of his mind. And when you have that, you know, that two headed, uh, that two headed backfield of Foreman and Hubbard, they, they look great. They look amazing and they're not doing it against, you know, teams with brutal defenses. They're, they, they look impressive while doing it. Yeah. I mean, I know we've really harped on this Buccaneers offensive line being absolutely miserable all season. Um, kind of just in conjunction with that, they just can't throw the ball down the field like at all. Teams can stack the box against them and they can play that underneath stuff and let Godwin go for six yards a catch. They just cannot push the ball down the field at all. It's a big problem for this team. Um, I don't think Tom could do it. I, miss, he, I he think miss, it, I think it's a combination like, of that and the offensive line just can't just can't protect him for long like, enough to even push yeah. the ball down the field. But I mean, I think his arm is is kind of shot at this point. I, I think brutal so. trying yeah. to move around the pocket, like way worse than he did last year. Like he's always, he's always been slow, but he's always been able to maneuver the pocket at least and give himself lanes to throw through. He, he looks like he can't even move anymore. And maybe it's the, all the hits he's taken this year that's just really added up. Um, but I don't know. I do not feel good about this Buccaneers team at all. I really like the Panthers in this game. Um, and I think they I think they can get after Brady with, with their defensive line. I don't get how they're minus three. Lo- Dude, also, you got to look the under. You got to – You also have to look at this – you know, this Panthers defense on paper, and not even just on paper, they are a very good defense. And they they were solid for, for a good portion of the year. And we were just waiting for this offense to be like anything so they could actually, you know, put together some games. But they have great corners, and they have some guys up front that, you know, that can create pressure as well as fill some, you know, fill some holes. Hey, but they <laughs> – I, I don't know how. I actually am putting my whole load. I'm saying it right now. I know we're early, but I'm putting my whole load on Panthers plus three. It's actually too easy. It's the freest money ever. It might it might be my mega my mega lock of the year. Okay. You're willing to put that down in writing? I'm willing to put that down in writing. All right. We'll put it down in writing. Dean's I'm mega lock f- of the I'm year. I'm fading so hard. <laughs> I, I hate that I love the Panthers in this game. I almost took that money line with, with one of my best. <laughs> Uh, but Dean's mega lock of the year is the Panthers plus three. So come back next week and uh, we'll let you know <laughs> how that one turned out. All right, let's get to the last one. Oh, Absolutely man. massive here, game. Not, not for playoff. I'm under a bridge. Huh? Nothing. I was making a making a joke that I uh, got evicted because I lost the mega lock. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'll just well, let it stay at that. Please do. Please stop um all right we're gonna end it monday night football absolutely massive game not for any playoff implications 
Um, that number one seed. It is. Potentially. Yeah. It is. You're right. You're right. Uh, but two teams that should make deep runs into the playoffs. Bills at the Bengals. The Bills a one-point favorite right now. Ray, who are you liking this one? This is going to be a slugfest. I fucking love it. I'm so excited to watch this game. This game is fucking massive. Um, who do I like in this one? I, I really... I think the Bengals are for real. I've been saying it all year. This team is this team is good. Burrow is different. That guy, I feel like game on the line, I think I think I want him over anyone, honest guy. Oh, game on the line. I'm over Pat. Pat. I think so. I think so. Patty. Dude, he's the MVP. I don't know. I mean, I don't I, don't, I mean really honestly, I'm not even kidding. I take back what I say. I don't you know, if you want to make that distinction, I, I think you're splitting hairs because I I mean I texted this top three. Obviously. I think he's yeah. top three quarterback. Uh, he's yeah. definitely top yeah. three. Joe and... Pat and Joe Pat and Josh are top three, and it, it's not close. I yeah, think no, I, I think there's a cons- I think it's a considerable gap after those three. Yes, but even this Bengals D has been playing well, man. Like I love their fucking um, their edge rusher combination with Sam Hubbard and Hendrickson. I know both are a little banged up still. I know Hubbard is probably doubtful, right? Um, is Hendrickson healthy yet? Do you guys know? I don't remember. Uh, I think he's supposed to play. <laughs> That's good. Um, like he's he's like the best player on their team, dude. Like he, that guy's been playing his ass off. Um, and dude, didn't obviously they play last year too. I mean, obviously, um, they lost what's his name, uh, at right tackle, uh, the guy from Dallas, Lyle, Lyle, Lyle Collins, Collins. Yeah. Um, which is gonna be like That's obviously a loss. yeah, massive hole to fill. Uh, I think Isaiah Prince they said may start in his place, and there was one other guy I don't remember who, but I mean that's gonna be massive, obviously, but. I don't know, man. This just this team just has something different about them. I feel like in crunch time, I just believe that they're going to get it done. Uh, the one point spread, it makes it where I can't touch it straight up. To be honest with you, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just I think it's going to be a, a nail biter. It's going to come down to the last possession, and when it comes down to the last possession, I kind of want my money on Burrow every time. So about you, Dino? Looks, looks like that's what you should be betting, buddy. Stay tuned. <laughs> no, I agree. Everything Ray said was pretty spot on. This is going to be fucking awesome football. It's so cool that meta like technically, you know, obviously Bengals win and Chiefs Chiefs lose. And yeah, that'd be massive. Be that, that it's actually pretty cool that they would end up. They actually have a shot at the. They first control. The, they, they control their own destiny. Yeah, so it gives it. It really gives this game a really cool aspect to it, which. Most wouldn't re- wouldn't really uh, think would be the case because at this point I wouldn't even think Bengals would be in shooting distance and then they just wouldn't be you know playing all their starters most likely. But going to be a, t- a ton of fun. I can't help but think about what I would think about this game if Von Miller was healthy. But without him healthy, I agree with Ray. I think the Bengals are on a fucking mission. I wouldn't be shocked at all if they make it all the way back to you know another Super Bowl run where they make it to the Super Bowl, maybe this time they can obviously hoist the uh, the Lombardi, but we'll have to stay tuned for that. But I, I, I'm i leaning Bengals. Well, you Not sure. only are they home, like you said, this defense is actually weirdly good. I, I did not expect that this year. I'm pretty sure we were talking about this, this unit being uh, definitely a negative for them. Um. If I had to bet it one way or the other, I don't know. I think I would probably take the Bengals 
just because they're at home. Um, and I don't feel like that defensive line is good enough right now to get to burrow enough to make a difference. Um, but again, I kind of agree with you that I think it'll probably be a one possession game, last possession, and it's just going to be whoever has the ball. Because it really, because you said you'd rather have Burrow. Like I've seen Josh Allen drive down the field in 30 seconds so many times seconds. now. It's ridiculous. 30 is actually a ridiculous amount of time for Josh. And 95% of those are, are going to Stefan Diggs, and you know it, and you can't stop it. Um, I don't know. There's just something about Josh Allen. He just wills games by himself. He really does. I love me some Joe Burrow. I really do. But I feel like Josh Allen's different. To be fair to the Bills as well, they've finally found some consistency in the run game. Yeah, they really have. They've they've really gotten gotten James Cook going. It's been big. Um, He looked really fucking good last week. It's just, I mean, this Bills team, week in and week out, they just pull out wins. This team has not been healthy at all this year. This team has not been at full strength, and they have they are twelve and three on the back of Josh Allen. No one's no one's ever at full strength. The NFL, <laughs> yeah, but not not for this. A lot of teams are a lot of teams are significantly team. more healthier than others, and not not this level of star players have been out for that many teams. Mm-hmm. I'm interested know. to see if the Lil Collins because I believe it's going to be it might be sixth rounder. Uh, Adenogy, Hakeem Adenogy, or or I think you said Dante Smith, right? So I said I said Prince. I heard, but I heard. Yeah, I mean it should be a good one. Could be a a potential matchup in the playoffs. So yeah, uh, I also I also think this is the first time that that Burroughs played against Josh Allen too. So kind of interesting to see that too. Really. I am pretty sure. That's a cool fun fact, if true. find that hard to believe. I think they may have played, but he was hurt. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Who cares? (laughs) But should be a good one. Playoff football this time. Let's go. Let's get to some bets. Let's talk talk some bets. Ray, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'm I'm swinging for the fences here. uh, Second to last week of the season. Uh, starting off with tonight. Actually, let's, oh, before I say this, I want to see what's going on with this game tonight. Does anyone know? Uh, it's seven. It's seven Plus, nothing. You can't Dallas. look if it's and, gonna. Uh, it's seven Zeke, nothing. Dallas. Zeke had Zeke had the touchdown for Favs. Uh word. Um. Ooh. So my bet, my first one tonight, Hassan Haskins to score a touchdown at plus one ninety. Um. I just think that he they're gonna give him the ball in the red zone. Hopefully, if they get there, which would be cool. <laughs> um. I, I also, one direction. I'm a homer, so even though he's a Michigan guy. Uh, so that was for one unit. And then second one, I'm doing a same game parlay. Uh, I have Chargers money line versus the Rams, and then over 42 in that game. Um, I think both offenses are going to score. I like I like what the Rams are doing with uh, Baker under center, to be honest. And then uh, I just think the Chargers are going to end up pulling it out. I think 42 points should hit, but I'm a little scared. Uh, that's plus 158. I put two unis on that. And then my last two are going on a teaser. Kansas City minus six and a half versus Denver. I think Denver's done. I think that whole team's giving up. Um, Minnesota plus nine and a half at Green Bay. I think the fact that they're underdogs, I mean, I'm not too surprised, but 
I'll bump that shit up and take it. I think that's they, they should win. They should be a one possession game if they lose. I mean, and then uh, Cincinnati plus seven versus the Bills. Like I said just a second ago, I think it'll come down to the last possession. So I'll just take a one possession uh, getting points. So that was a uh, plus one sixty two units on that. Nice. Uh, Dean already put in his mortal lock of the year, but you want to repeat it for the uh, hell for yeah the- whole load five units on. We're doing a Panthers plus the points, plus three down in Raymond James Stadium. We don't give a fuck. They're going to absolutely stomp. And that's going to be at minus 104. So we're going to lay four cents. And we're going, that is going to be five units to pay out 4.81. And like, uh, yeah, and then we're there. We're frolicking to the fucking window with that bet. Right. Yeah. I'll round us. I'll round us out here. I got a seven point tease. Uh, and Ray, you said uh, Denver's giving up. I'm gonna I'm gonna label this this seven point tease the give up tease. Uh, I got Kansas City five and a half against Denver. Denver's giving up, and to talk about a team who's also giving up. The Las Vegas Raiders are also giving up. Uh, benching Derek Carr, and he's stepping away from the team. So I got San Francisco minus two and a half at Las Vegas. The give up tease. Uh, lock that one up. That's two and a half units. It's minus 150. You got to pay a little juice, but um, that just can't miss. And then uh, I end it with a money line parlay. I was a little worried about Jacksonville sitting their starters, but I just looked it up. And as of one hour, Doug Peterson said, we will never, ever, 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 ever rest our players. <laughs> That's fucking dope. So love, love that. So Jacksonville – uh, Houston cannot afford to win another game after winning last week. Um, they, they are in full number one pick mode. So uh, Jacksonville money line at Houston uh, and Detroit, a team that desperately needs a win to keep their playoff hopes alive against a team in the Chicago Bears who also desperately need to lose to stay in that top three. Uh, so that's plus 106. So two and a half units to win 2.66 for me. Good shit, boys. Good stuff. All right, fellas. Better wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our NFL preview. Stick with us, especially after the Jets win this week, because it's going to be a massive Week 18 matchup against the Dolphins. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Fellas, appreciate you. Peace. Peace.